Yo Pots. Check out Meet Mitch and Leawood for award-winning barbecue, outstanding atmosphere, and your destination to watch all your favorite March Madness action. Tailgating for opening day? Place your order online and pick up on way to the game. Meet Mitch Barbecue, East 95th and Mission in Ranch Martin North Shopping Center. Isn't this a sports show? This show hasn't been very good so far tonight, has it? I disagree. This show is not. I'm not even like. I'm not going to even be defensive about it. This show's just not been very good tonight. I disagree. The first show I did was was good. I disagree. And I think I <laughs> almost entirely. Wow, that joke stunk. I thought it was pretty good. That was not funny. I liked it. I didn't. This is almost entirely sports with Joshua Briscoe. Hot diggity darn! I could absolutely put my face into a plate of barbecue and eat it like a, a piggy out of a out of a trough right <laughs> yes. now. Take the show with you by listening on the Sports Radio 810 mobile app at 810whb.com or by searching for almost entirely sports wherever you get your podcasts. The good news is whenever I hung my head in shame there, I did find the pen I was looking for. It had fallen into my lap. So that's a that's a pretty big victory for all of us. This is almost entirely sports on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Do you think it's too late to just say like April Fools or something? What's the date? Far, far after April Fools. Eh, I don't know if it's that far. I mean, I don't even know what the date is. So, well, which computer are we look? Ask at? me, and I'll I'll get you about five days away from the right answer. This is the eve of the penultimate edition of Almost Entirely Sports on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Three shows left, including tonight. Three hours, all three times. Tonight, tomorrow, and then Monday for the series finale. Um, I will, you know, Rudy, just another quick check-in. Any, you know, any cold feet? Any, you know, because uh, I'm moving to middays. Rudy's moving to Wichita. Um, not, to be clear, not to be involved in ESPN Wichita. Our lovely affiliate in Wichita. Our, our not yet, at least. Affiliate's not even the right word. Ourselves in Wichita, right? Yeah, may, maybe they'll rope you in. Maybe the Rudy Salazar show on ESPN Wichita is something that's in our future, but that's not the not the plan right now. Still still good, Rudy. We got through a whole show last night. Nobody cried or anything. I feel like that's a win. Yeah. Um, I Are we going to give people the waterworks on Monday? Uh, I think I can get a little, a little frog in my throat and just kind of... I bet I bet I might get that for the uh, for the audience. I generally don't cry. Now the I will know. I will be able to feel that my eyes are very heavy. Mm, yeah. I will know that they are tearing up, yeah. but nobody else will be able to see it, which is very much the exterior that I uh, I present. That's true, and I think um, and I I do a hundred percent the same thing, um, and I I think it's really important because you and I really both give off such a macho front that it would be devastating to our image if any if either of us ever let any of that crack. See, any if if any of us were ever seen crying, they just it would it would all come crumbling down. I just don't know that my I don't know that my big tough guy exterior would ever be able to recover. Just sort of uh, perception wise. Well, if it ever falls apart, I might know a co-host job in Wichita for you. <laughs> uh, if it ever falls apart, I might Before have a job for you PM. back up here. I don't know. Who know? Who can say? Who who really can? There's a uh, lot of hey. If there's anything I've learned in life is I don't know what the bleep is going to happen tomorrow. <laughs> that's yeah, that's fair. Uh, Kyle Shanahan of it all, you know. True, man has never spoke more truer words. That's, it really is true. I don't know if we're all going to be alive on Sunday. 
So, uh, yeah, so if you missed it last night, that's the, yesterday, the big announcement and everything. We are, we are in the end times. The end is near for almost entirely sports, at least on the 810 side. As I've mentioned last night, I'll keep mentioning it throughout the rest of the show. Something's going to happen over on our podcast feed. Something very likely is going to happen on streaming and in visual forms. And, um, and Rudy will not be, um, Rudy will not be banished from the AES universe by any means. Um, I no just, banishings to the Shadow Realms, RIP to the the guy whose name I've already forgotten. Um, well, never really fully knew, yeah. but he passed away today, created the the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, yeah, I saw yeah. that also. Yeah. We should, probably, we should probably know his name. It'd probably, probably I, more respectful sure, to learn yeah, the, yeah, the I mean, person's name. I could have it to you in two seconds because it's on my timeline. Kazuki uh, yes. Takahashi. Yes. Made an absolutely enormous cultural impact there shadow i didn't realm. even know the shadow realm was a Yu-Gi-Oh thing That's i wasn't thing. i wasn't allowed to watch or play Yu-Gi-Oh because obviously oh i mean you would have been all right because the uh the witchcraft the localization that they did um the, the, if you look at like the original like the manga that he created right the shadow realm is a place you go to die like ah. it, it is it is purgatory like it is it is a terrible in america what we got it was just like a place you got cast away to you could get brought back there's a scene where in the japanese uh version they storm in holding guns but in the american one they're holding phones which just doesn't make i think they culturally got that one backwards <laughs> i don't know that that one makes a lot four, of sense four kids which is like they used to do pokemon all those shows back in the day yeah um, the localization i because i've told this on the show before that uh rice uh, balls they called them in america jelly donuts kids just weren't ready to learn that other they countries ready, have man. different snacks why do you think our our short-lived take test taste test uh, series didn't you know was so was so effective? It's because every time we handed Beards another another j- Japanese snack of some sort, he would be mortified because he was living a lie. He was it, he grew up thinking everything was just donuts. And we we I, there were some truly heinous things that we ate over the course of that show. Did you oh ever boy. get Did you ever get any of the like? Fish stuff. Those were that was, it was an ESPN yeah, Kansas City I don't bit. Think so. Whew. Some I of those. I think I stayed away from the fish. Fortunately, most of the most of the like sugary sort of snacks yeah, yeah, and all yeah. that were were very fun. It's the fish stuff where it's like, ugh. That's something that I imagine is an acquired taste or something that you know if you're eating it you as just, a child, you, you go up oh, absolutely. And, yeah. Look, I I eat jerky. It was basically fish jerky. I just eat cow jerky. Or turkey jerky. That's not fundamentally different. It's just one of them I've been eating for my whole life. And the other one does smell and taste like sneaky, sneaky fish. <laughs> that might be the biggest problem. The smell is... I would say pungent. Yeah. I would say cutting. Anyway, uh, it is uh, it is July 7th. Not that I'm just going to try to do the thing now where it's like, welcome into the July 7th. I'm not going to just date the show the rest of the way here. Not that that many left. Um, but but to, to prove a point... It is July 7th, and I, I told Rudy I was going to make him guess this, but he doesn't know what the answer is. I don't. I want you to guess what I put on my television screen in here when I sat down for the show. Yu-Gi-Oh. It is not Yu-Gi-Oh, and I'll give you a hint. It is a sports network. Sports is either mm-hmm. in the name or in the acronym or, you yeah. know, 
clearly a sports network. Okay. So you go ahead and take up. You can take your your first shot that you shot before the show of something currently happening. Oh, uh, NHL draft. It is not the NHL draft. Although I did consider turning on the NHL draft. It just seemed like all the top picks were over already, and I, you know, didn't want to tune in necessarily for later rounds. Is it golf? It is not golf. I think. Well, are you warmer from? No, those are both uh, both relatively close. And beach I'll, volleyball. Not beach volleyball. Although. Beach I do enjoy soccer. some volleyball. Beach soccer would be awesome. That should be televised. Tennis. Tennis would make a lot of sense. No tennis, though, that I could find. Um, in fact, I'll give you even another hint. I went to the DirecTV Sports Mix channel just to see if there's anything I was missing. I'll give you it here. Field hockey. ESPN2 has the, I think it was a, a women's lacrosse game. But the last time I clicked over to one of those, it was taped, and I googled it to see who, like, to, I don't know, figure out what stage it was or something. And then I saw it was a final, I saw a final score, and I was like, well, that kind of took that from me. So I did not click lacrosse. Yankees baseball. I would absolutely have put Yankees baseball on the on the TV. Obviously, we'll, we'll talk some Royals tonight. They played earlier today. We'll get to that. They did what they've been doing lately. The thing I am watching on a sports network in here, I would Tag. say it is it is Hide a, and seek. it is a sport you can parkour sports a safe word I would say sports Chess. a generous word it is a seated sport ting event it is a seated event I'm not sure I'm comfortable calling this a sport not Te- out of disrespect but out of technicality Texas Hold'em poker Black I am Jack. watching poker on CBS Sports on the Look guide it, it just says poker. It, it's not even That's like what it is. World Series of Poker 2019 or whatever. It's just a couple guys they found on the street. Like, hey, you want to come play <laughs> poker? If you literally go to channel, this is for anybody who, listening to this show while scrolling through direct TV. Otherwise, you can just believe me. Channel 221, CBS Sports Network. And it, from 7 to 8, it just says poker. And then from 8 to 9, it just says poker. Uh, I am, and then from 8, hold on. And then from nine to nine to nine to ten, it is poker, and presumably ten to eleven is poker. Uh, apparently, there are events that is a twenty twenty two U.S. Poker Open. Um, I used to watch a decent amount of the World Series of Poker on ESPN. Weirdly, specifically, I'm remembering it on my grandparents' TV in in Wichita. My grandpa used to watch it. I wasn't. I think I was just watching it. Or or bringing along maybe my cousin and maybe maybe my grandpa and and other like older family members maybe maybe they were hanging out there for it I'm not sure but I watched a lot of Chris Moneymaker out here just just dragging piles of cash into into his corner it's the only uh, poker name I know but I know it that is also the only one that I know. It's too good of a name to not yeah. know. I feel like I looked into that at one point to see if that was actually his like legal last name. But I'm at the time I believe that it was. I'm gonna check again now, as an adult. I mean, I assume his like, you know, Christian name was different. And then at some point he was like, you know what, this name makes me money. Moneymaker. My moneyism name. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, everybody. All right, Chris Moneymaker. We need to talk. Phil Helmuth. 
says the Twitch. That sounds. That also sounds very, very familiar. So on Wikipedia, he is listed as Christopher Bryan Moneymaker. But here, early life, and I got to figure out when this switch happened. I assume it was probably when he made the money. Well, Moneymaker's ancestors. Excuse me, when he maked the money. When he makered the money. When he makered, when he was the maker of the money. Moneymaker's ancestors Did made- they make our money? Are they the makers of all the monies that we have? You just tell me when you want to know the monies? answer. Because, I mean, th to be fair, moneymaker could be any sort of denomination, right? Doesn't have to be American money make. He doesn't. Have, his family didn't have to have made American monies. Could have made another country's monies. Maybe Europe's. I don't know. Maybe the maybe did, maybe his family made the jazz bucks. Are they the makers of the jazz monies bucks? There is something so surgically deflating about you bombarding me with questions that I was am dying to give you the answers to. I mean, I'm just, I'm asking the questions that people want to know. Any more that you want to make? Any other questions on no, behalf of the I'm, people? I think I'm good. Moneymaker's ancestors made silver and gold coins and chose the name Moneymaker as a modification of their German last name, Nurmacher. Huh. So what I'm thinking now... So they were makers of the money. What I'm thinking is that, like, his, well, you know what? Maybe we can see, or his, you know, is there anything about his parents? No, nothing. I think he may have grown up Chris Moneymaker. I mean, I guess I shouldn't say if you grow up with the last name Moneymaker, you're just determined to be rich, because I, you know, I believe his parents <laughs> came from very modest background, right? Or he came from, like, modest backgrounds, but, like, your last name's Moneymaker. Like, I feel like you got to... You got a head start on everybody else. Your your branding deals are yes. definitely easier. Uh, I just kind of assume because what I saw here is that he was like the first person to qualify for a, a, a poker event through an online through online means or whatever. I'm kind of scrolling through it a little. You know, I'm kind of glossing over some things. Well, now hold on. Oh boy. No. Oh, this this is good. Do we have scandals? This is good. Pokernews.com just got me. Shocking reveal. Oh, boy. Chris Moneymaker lied for 18 years. His family did not make the money? I just... Closing a pop-up ad. Hold on. Quote. I had a fake ID in my wallet, and I showed it to the WSOP, World Series of Poker, and ESPN people, Moneymaker, explained in an exclusive interview with Poker News. You should have seen their jaws dropped. I knew I was going to be on TV. Nearly 20 years after the poker boom erupted, Moneymaker has now come out and revealed that his real name is, in fact, Christopher Brian Smith. So... Hold on. I didn't tell you that Chris Moneymaker got me. I told you that PokerNews.com got me. Yes. This story was published on April 1st, 2021. Oh! That is a great Okay. Niche April Fool's that is very good. post. Because I was about to say, so he basically did the McLovin thing. <laughs> That's right. Where it's like, yeah, I can make I can make up whatever cool last name I want. I'm going to choose Moneymaker. Because everybody will believe that. There is literally a, there is like a Photoshop driver's license here that Pretty looks good. like that looks like a uh, a McLovin situation. It's a good April Fool's uh, article. 
It ends with Poker News will be following this story and keep you updated with any further news until exactly 11.59 p.m. Pacific time on April 1st. Ah. That's good. And then they have a thing at the top that says April Fool's or whatever. I, like I caught it. it. I almost just told you his that his name was Christopher Brian Smith, but on the little Google little widget or whatever, it has the date it was published, and it says April 1, 2021. And uh, that really got me. That's good stuff. Who knew that we are going to have such a rich vein of poker content to dip into on this show? This show is all about their card games, you know? That's, Yu-Gi-Oh, poker. That's what we really did. That's what we do. That's what I really did. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, yeah, so here, here's from Cora. Strange enough, it is his actual name. One of those life, once-in-a-lifetime occurrences where the perfect storm occurred. A guy with a catchy moniker won the largest poker tournament of all time at that time. It's not bad. It's pretty good. I, wa- I want to know when... Because here's the thing. I thought there was a chance that Chris Moneymaker was a little bit on the nose and maybe a little bit of a... yeah. Maybe a little self-aggrandizing, maybe a little dork move to change your name to something so on the nose as moneymaker as you're entering a tournament as like a nom de plume or whatever. No, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, like I imagine, like, like I imagine when you sign up for this tournament to say, "Hey, obviously, what is your given name?" And then what is what the name you would by? like to go by sure. in case you're on TV? And I just think you go by moneymaker. It's not very creative. It's a little. It's just too on the nose, like right? His, like his high school buddies gave him that name because he kept winning the the their, their poker tournament. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, nickname sure. Last name come on. But again, seems like he grew up with it. My question. His family maker of the monies. My question is, when did the ancestor? The word ancestors implies a very long time ago. I'm wondering who it was in the family lineage who was like, "Let's go ahead and make this a little less German and change it from." I would. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Nurmacher to moneymaker. But if that like, happened 200 years ago, that's your name. Well, yes, yeah, so, and so I'm. I'm assuming. Um, you know what they say about assumptions, but I'm, I, I'm assuming that is a decision that, that that his family made when they moved to America, right? Like, because that, that's just a pretty common uh, For story sure. of immigrant family moves to America. Last name is just too complicated, or they feel like it is too complicated. To say. I shouldn't say it's too complicated to say. We have uh, plenty of yo know, ignorant people now, but I would say back then it was even more that way in terms of last name. So they wanted a more American last name, right? What's more American than making money? I, look, I, if that is the, if that is the story, and they made money. If that is the story, they it's had a perfect a name. History of making money. They were like, "Hey, our last name is probably just a little too difficult for the average, you know, Yahoo out over here to say. What what can we change it to? But we want someone with some pizzazz, really sticks. We want people to remember the family name. I we want uh, we want to remind remember have our, our like our we want our family to remember that we are makers of the money. I do have one more paragraph from makers Wikipedia. money. No, close. <laughs> money maker. Money creator. No, we're almost there. I'm so close though. Almost there. Coin maker. No. Here's uh, here's one more paragraph, and then we'll talk about something. Gold else. collector. Uh, farther away in 2005 I just want just really just interrupt me when this yep. when this when you have Can't a question do. just interrupt me when you okay. have a question about this in 2005 moneymaker authored a children's book titled bet big to win big a story which sought to teach basic mathematics and life principles 
You did nothing. Okay. All oh, right. That checks out. All right. Okay. So the release of I know the book. The country I live in. The release of the book came with controversy as the National Council on Problem Gambling stated it encouraged reckless behavior and potentially addictive tendencies. Next thing you know, they're going to try to take away our video games. Also, there's a note here that a source cited from Chris Moneymaker, a true story, graphic novel, 2015. Now that I have more questions about than the children's book. Really? Yeah. I know what country we live in. A children's book saying, hey. Titled Bet Big to Win Big. Bet Big to Win Big. Here's how you know, how, here's how you learn your, your times tables, you know. I get it. A comic, graphic novel. Yeah. He ain't the walking dead. Bet Big to Win Big children's book. Nope, can't. Hmm. Having a hard time finding a copy. Probably not in publication, I would assume, anymore. Yeah, let me, let me just... But good old eBay. That's, this This show has a pretty good track record of discovering books on the show and then getting them ordered before the end of the segment. This one This one is uh, proving more difficult to find, so I won't I won't Google it mid-segment. I'll, I'll see if I can get it done during the break. There's a chance the book was never made, like it got, like it basically oh. got destroyed before it was ever, you know, because they were like, hey, we got to make sure, you know, we don't want this family at one point changing their name to Bookmaker. <laughs> we have to nip this in the bud now. We can't, maybe ESPN guy was like, hey, we can't lose Moneymaker. Can't do it. Get, kill this book. Bookmaker? That doesn't, that doesn't sell t- tickets. That's not putting people in their seats. I find there's a book about him that I've found. Which again, yes, the title of the book is just Moneymaker. See, that's fine. If it's Bookmaker, that you know, it doesn't sell. I uh Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure if this is something I, you know, if anybody if anybody on the uh on the video streams has a copy of Chris Moneymaker's children's book, Bet Big to Win Big. I would love a copy personally. I would love to give it to my uh, nieces and nephews. <laughs> Gotta spend money to make money. Bet big, win big. Just now, just sitting here thinking about all the absolutely depraved people who are sad that this show is going to end soon. Imagine having this bad of taste and being proud of it. Some of you are sick. We love you very much. You are listening to Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe. Here's the thing. There are very little things in this world I'm confident about or I feel like I really need in my life, and my hair is probably one of two things. Without it, I would crumble. You know what? I don't want to know the second thing. I don't want to know the second thing. On Sports Radio 810 WHB. Okay, so look, I, I thought we were going to be done with the poker thing, but I just stumbled upon a story on gambling911.com. Oh, boy. It's the subhead of the website is breaking gambling news since 1999. So I don't think these are gambling-based emergencies. But this article is titled, Whatever Happened to Chris Moneymaker? And it is a uh, an interview. He made all the money. It was an interview between this site and the uh, and, and Chris Moneymaker. 
And apparently he has a Twitch channel, by the way. That's the next that thing that comes sense. up here. So if we want to read both, I think we just need to follow Chris Moneymaker's Twitch. Any, I feel like anybody at this point, if you're, um, I mean, any sort of like celebrity, like not movie necessarily or music related, like you have the Twitch. He says, I have a Twitch channel. I can I stream online. When I play poker online, I can engage with people. You can come on and watch me play poker. You can listen to my thought process. You can ask me questions. Basically, you're engaging with me as I'm playing. There are usually between 100 and 1,000 people watching. I'm on for 8 to 10 hours a day. That checks out. It's also on a four-minute delay. Because so, so it shows his hand yeah. and whatnot. Um, so here, I couldn't find this book last segment. I yeah. looked during the break. I think this book never got made. I put it in quotation marks, so, you know, so Google has to find that, and it found, found virtually nothing. But it found this. So I would now like to read an excerpt from Chris Moneymaker in this interview, but frankly, it's on the internet, and at this point, the internet has fooled us many times. Never. This is Chris Moneymaker on Gambling911.com. I was doing a radio show a few years ago, and they were having callers call in and ask me if certain things they read about me on the internet were true or false. One caller asked if I wrote a children's book about gambling called Bet Big to Win Big, and I said no. The host of the show said, no, it's true. <laughs> Imagine telling Chris Moneymaker that it, whatever. No, Josh, you are not going to the zone, okay? Is the host said, no, it's true, and I said, no, I never wrote any children's book. They showed me on Wikipedia that someone had put in that I had written a children's book about gambling. I don't know why that would have been put out there or who would have put that out there. I guess anybody can put something on Wikipedia, but no, I didn't write a children's book about gambling. I've only written one book in my life. I have zero desire to write a gambling book for kids. It doesn't feel like a New it's York Times a, bestseller to me. It's not a gambling book for kids. It's a mathematics book for kids, moneymaker. Come on, think big. If you bet big, you can, you can win big. Nine times nine is at 81. Do you think we could get him on the show on Monday? Probably. What if our last show includes just we the absolute s- most we random... We can stream his Twitch channel at the very least. Can't DMCA us for that, can they? I don't know. I, I don't know either. I don't. But, uh... Yeah, so at Wallaby, when, you, <laughs> when all you guys go to his, uh, his Twitch page, tell him that we sent you. Oh, man. I don't. I don't know that. Uh, I just had the. I just had the thought of what if. What, like he's just at home, googles the name, downloads the hour of the podcast. Where almost certainly his at least his last name will be in the title. Yes, makers of money. And if he just listens to just the first twenty minutes, if he gets to this segment, regardless, I feel like it's gonna be very strange for him. But yeah, I mean, look, it's a, I'm going to check out his Twitch. I'm interested. Here's another portion of this interview, which is allegedly true, but again, now I'm, I'm, now I'm terrified. Gambling 911. Do you ever bet on sports? Moneymaker. Yes. 911. Where? Moneymaker. I bet offshore. 911. You're recently inducted into the Poker Hall of Fame. How do you feel about that? Just really just steered away from that one. Didn't, didn't spend a lot of time on that, no. I mean, understandable. We've all had offshore gambling accounts at some point in our, in our, in our lives, right? We've all, we've all dabbled in that. <laughs> Don't have to in Kansas in September, though. This is so bizarre. 
This is from the website. Sorry, what, what did you, I, I think what you just said? I we've all dabbled. It's okay. I, it sounded like a joke at the very end, and then at the end, I said, "Don't have to though in Kansas anymore because it's going to be legal." Like, um, September. You're right. It sounded the cadence of how you said that sounded like a That's joke, fair. but I was so enraptured. Yeah, yeah. By, by this, by I did gambling nine one one. I, I didn't. I didn't want to gloss over if you had a great one liner. This is from the site. Let's clear up another controversy. Part of your lore is that you spent $39 to enter an online tournament, which you won, winning you a seat at the World Series of Poker, which you also won. You even refer to the rounded up number $40 in the title of your book, but it's not true. What really happened? Moneymaker says, it was $86, not $39. About 10 years after I won the World Series of Poker, I was in England doing some press for poker stars, and everybody with them told me it was $86, not $39. For a year, I told everyone it was $39, because that's what I remembered, but it was $86. I didn't even know. He... I don't know what I can believe anymore. YouTube about this video. Story. Chris Smith, moneymaker, not your real name. Fake driver's license. He responds. It was posted on April 1st. It was an April Fool's joke. A lot of people believed it. Then they ask about his divorce. He has some of the weirdest interviews. Yeah. I think this... there's a good chance that if he came on this show, it would not be one of the 10 worst interviews. No. Weirdest interviews he's ever had. No, I, I, I just like reading through this. I am just startled by how much weird, just wrong stuff there is about him. Yeah, I do want to know, which I guess is like a thing that can happen when your last name is Moneymaker, right? It makes it easy. I will say, if he was on this show, what I would want to know is, it is I would, if you wrote a children's book, how would you write it? <laughs> like that, that's what I want to know. If you had wrote Bet Big to Win Big, how what, what would that book look like? This... The last question here is about if his wife, if his first wife got half of the two and a half million dollars in the divorce, and his response is, she got all of it. In exchange for that, I got to keep 100% of my future earnings. I figured I'd make a lot more than that in the future playing poker, and I was right. I'm a gambler. I gambled on myself, and I won. Makes sense. And then the story is done. That's how this story ends. I mean no ill will to the wonderful people of Gambling911.com, of which I learned today. But this is a very strange interview, which to my, for my money, no pun intended, I don't think is Mr. Moneymaker's fault. This is very strange. I think that it's like, it's not his fault that his last name is Moneymaker, but when your last name is Moneymaker, I, I would say you are probably... You are about as easy to make stories up about because everybody just kind of already assumes that the name is fake, right? Yeah, so you're, you're just, just a cartoon so character. It just goes from there because your last name is Moneymaker. <sighs> I mean, everybody, I think, just assumes your life is a bit at that point. I guess. Yeah, that I I have gone full circle here from remember Chris Moneymaker to I don't know if he would like have a sense of humor about any of these things. Too. I now I want now I desperately want to talk to Chris Moneymaker. Maybe just to interview him about how weird this interview was. <laughs> I might know wow. a uh, a new uh, co-host slash semi-producer who might be able to book guests from 10 to 2 starting on July 18th. I have to reach. I can reach out to him. Maybe he can reach out to Moneymaker. Make something happen. I don't know if Beards is technically a co-host or not. I'll have to ask him. I was talking about you. Beards do work? Nah. FamousPeopleToday.com <laughs> A strange side hustle. 
After his World Series of Poker success, Moneymaker was looking for avenues in which to build his bankroll. One of the ideas floated to him was a children's book, so he wrote one. The book, titled Bet Big to Win Big, was meant to be about math for kids and sharing some kid-friendly life lessons. Instead, the book, published in 2005, was slammed as promoting reckless behavior, gambling, and addiction by the National Council on Problem Gambling. That doesn't appear to be true, FamousPeopleToday.com! Nobody, nobody throughout any of their research thought to Google just to see what the cover of the book looked like. No one was no. curious. I, you know what? I'm now skeptical about there being a graphic novel as well. Because what, what I'll say is he's also like, he's a big enough name that people know the name Moneymaker. But also, he's probably not big enough that you feel like you really need to double check. Like, hey, it's like, yeah, if I get a little bit wrong on this guy, you know what? That's okay. And it, it is admittedly an absolutely wild thing for someone to just put on Wikipedia and then eventually see if that ever gets back to him. And it did. So, like, I guess good Wikipedia and like, Wikipedia is pretty good at, like, making sure their stuff is, like, the, the mini editors that they do have, you know, the, the people who, like, dedicate their free time to make sure the site is accurate. They're pretty good at that. That's the one that surprises me more than anything. Some of these other random websites getting stuff wrong. Hey, I get it. Because they just went to Wikipedia. Wikipedia getting it wrong, though. I have absolutely like, no evidence of a graphic novel, by the way, just to like, be clear. That's like that's like the Encyclopedia Britannica getting something wrong. Yeah, it's very strange. And apparently it's been wrong and has said that for, for years. A while. I thought we might talk about the Fun little today. fact about Wikipedia. Because uh, obviously they do have people who like, you know, make sure there's accurate information. They also have bots that work. So like if you go to, especially like for sports, you go to any um, uh, players, you know, Wikipedia page and you like I, some pitchers struck out this same hitter 20 times in a row. And you're like owner of hitter's name. Mm -hmm. The bot just automatically knows that this is like a joke and incorrect. And within seconds, it's gone. Right. You know, something like the uh, children's book. Bot doesn't have that handled. Yeah, they just money. Uh, the the uh, Wikipedia just needs Wikipedia needs a a, a BS sniffer, yeah. you know. Which honestly, I think just like the world, everyone in the world generally probably could use more of. The citation on that also goes to a New York Times article from two thousand and five. That I I don't. I don't know that I'm like there's like a paywall. It's a whole thing. Something no tells me there's not a graphic novel. If there was, I would have, I would have bought it by the time this segment was over. What did I tell you before the show that I thought the first hour would mostly be, Rudy? Um, creative Yu-Gi-Oh passed away. <laughs> Poker on the TV. Moneymaker's children's book. I think we've done a pretty good job. I believe the I believe that like the tweet and it, oh, I didn't even retweet the tweet. I'm gonna go. I'll go do that. Thank God nobody. You know, I, nobody. Well, I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure in the tweet I have James Moneymaker. that. Makers of the monies. Who is James Moneymaker? I've already forgot his first name. The disrespect. What was it? Chris. Chris James. Chris Brian Moneymaker. Chris and James are basically the same name. Not at all. There's at least zero same letters in there. Or there's one. Ends with an S. Anyway.
I thought we might finally talk about Kevin Durant and the Suns, which Who? we still could. I might talk about Robert Quinn a Is little he bit. A Devin Booker disrespect. Oh my! I barely. He gets thrown on the standard edition. Here's my thing. Stand. They call. Two K called him standard. They released the Michael. So uh, Devin Booker's on the cover of Two K Twenty Three. Called him. No, he's not on the cover of Two K Twenty Three. Two K Twenty Three. He's on the cover of the standard edition of NBA Two K Twenty Three. He. Standard. He is actually on two versions of the 2K because there's like a premium that's going to be more expensive or whatever that he's also on. Yeah. But then there's like the Legend Edition or whatever, and they're doing a Michael Jordan 23 yep. thing. And there's a WNBA cover, which cool, cool, but but not not for Devin Booker. It's not what the the Suns just tweeted a uh, 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 mashup cover with. Devin Booker and Diana Taurasi, who is one of the two WNBA players in the WNBA version. You want to put two Phoenix stars together, the yeah. same aesthetic and all that? That hey, that's awesome. Do that. That seems great. But you have the super mega legend Michael Jordan edition, the goat edition, and then you have the like, honestly, kind of, kind of like, hey, just do you guys see this cool thing we did? Because we also love the WNBA. Do you see how? Could we get credit for this? Is this cool? All right, thanks. You have that version, and then you have the Devin Booker version. The disrespect for me today was twofold, because Beards and friend of the show Jordan Foot both sent me the same the same tweet that I had already seen retweeted earlier in the day. I never even had to click it for Beards. I knew what it was because Jordan retweeted it. Beard sent it to me, and then Jordan sent it directly to me later. And it's a cover of this year's cover and last year's cover. And it says, wow, history made. For the first time in 2K history with Luka Doncic last year and Devin Devin Booker this year, 2K has the first father-son duo in the history of the game. On back-to-back covers. Now, why why are people making that joke, Josh? That is is because Luka Doncic is white. I'm just staring into the Twitch camera, and I'm going to keep doing that till the segment ends. If you don't respect Devin Booker, you're a racist. Someone needs to clip this for me, because I'm going to use this a lot. Anyway. I believe that is the source of it, Rudy. I believe that there's no recent head-to-head matchup or devastating memes or Game 7 collapses that I could think of that would have spawned that for any other reason. It is very weird to me that Devin Booker does get as much disrespect as he does. Jason Tatum wore a purple Lakers wristband in the finals. 24 on it. You know, Kobe thing. Totally get it. Devin Booker gets clowned for being a, a, a Kobe... Um, disciple all the time didn't even match Jason Tatum's color scheme he's a Celtic wearing a purple wristband with 24 on it 
Devin Booker would have done that. He would have gotten roasted. I mean, all Celtics fans really root for the Lakers. The disrespect. We know who they really want to be. It's been a weird hour. I thought maybe this segment would talk about Kevin Durant and the Suns. Maybe this will be the thing that pushes me in that direction. I wonder how many times we'll talk about Chris Moneymaker today. Almost Entirely Sports is ending soon. Being what's not ending soon, my love of Ruback fine jewelry. Also not going anywhere. The beautiful ring that we got from Ruback uh, that, that I purchased as my uh, as my engagement ring when it was time to uh, to propose to now fiancé Renee. You can tell by the naming convention change that it worked. Uh, it, it is an absolutely beautiful piece. Uh, something that brought Renee's hopes and dreams and visions alive. Um, something that for me was, you know, I, I didn't know where I was starting. I wasn't going to be the one wearing it. And so we, we had to figure out, Renee and I, what we were kind of what she liked, what I thought seemed good. And you also have to look part of the part of the math of all this. you got to figure out what your budget is and what what you can make work for you. And frankly, the very beginning of that process before I went to Ruback uh, was not good. <laughs> it was a stressful process, just kind of like looking on the internet at things and trying to figure out what's what. I have no expertise there, um, obviously, and didn't really know what that process was going to look like until I went to Ruback. I went to Ruback, talked to Hal. He has decades of experience in the jewelry industry, connections all over the country. And I went in with some questions and a recommendation and and just sort of what I thought made sense. We had an incredible um, an incredible time kind of going through where I was at, the budget, what it could look like. Also, it's a custom ring. There, there's not another one exactly like it. Uh, frankly, I haven't seen one that looks almost anything like it, which you know comes as a point of pride for me and for Renee, and also should be a point of pride for Ruback. Uh, it, it's absolutely gorgeous and ended up being every step of the way a better easier more productive more excellent experience than I ever could have imagined and and that is truly thanks to Ruback I say this every time but it's something that really landed with me after the fact a custom ring means a custom budget so you can go in and say hey here's what I like here's what my significant other likes or I eventually had Renee go with me and then you know didn't let her see any of the mock-ups after she kind of shared some of her ideas didn't tell her when when any of it was going to be you know coming back background or whatever. So the surprise still 100% worked. But I just I went once by myself. I went once with Renee and then I went by myself again and uh, and handled it all at the uh, at the end and I just could not possibly have been happier both with the result and with the entire process. That's hugely thanks to Hal, hugely thanks to everything Ruback has been as they've served this community for more than 100 years. You should be next in line. If you're in engagement ring territory, don't waste your time anywhere else. Just go to Ruback. You can set up your appointment online at ruback.co. That's r u b a c k. They also have beautiful rings um, and jewelry for other occasions. You want a beautiful ring for any reason at all um, or any piece of jewelry. Start with Ruback and ask Hal. Give Hal what you're thinking or ask Hal what they have. There's no wrong answers at Ruback. And and if you start there, you will end in a wonderful spot. That was my experience. I truly believe that will be your experience with them as well. So go visit them online and set up your appointment. Again, that's ruback.co. No M at the end. That's R-U-B-A-C-K dot C-O. This is Almost Entirely Sports with Joshua Briscoe. It's my favorite old movie, Blown Out with the Wind. Rosebud. 
on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Lots of good stuff from the Twitch chat. Um, a few things here of, you know, sad but excited for the future. I think that's a, you know, that, that feels like a good uh, a good energy from uh, Locked on Thunder on the Twitch. I appreciate that. Uh, S. Wallaby in a couple times here to, uh, to, to bring back up the idea of a 53-man roster to Pokemon equivalent scheduled on the calendar in the future. That might be one of those things that that me and, and Beards and Rudy um, can all work on behind the scenes later on. And, and yeah. Yes, because the, the benefit of that is that anyone who sees the title and immediately hates it can just not listen. But anyone who sees the title and goes, oh my goodness, those crazy mother bleepers, they finally did it. So um, I think we'll do more stuff like that, presumably. Um you know, we just maybe we just maybe Rudy just starts a uh, maybe Rudy starts a, a, a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe just for like a, a nice life. microphone or life. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, help Rudy move. Uh, help me not work. Venmo I Rudy and he'll I, buy a microphone. I don't need I don't ask for a lot every month. Somebody just wants to like give me like three grand a month. I'm not greedy. I'll make that work. And you can and then that we can say that that's paying for, you know, one My AES monthly appearance a month. Good quality of life. Sure. Sleep. Lack of stress. Um, Human Torch has really. Did you see this comment from Human Torch? Which one? I mean, I'll just read it to everybody. I think I missed it. But this one is is really shocking. Human Torch says, "I'll trust all of you with this." In college, my nickname was McLovin because my coworkers thought I looked like him. I did see that one. Just forgot about it. That's powerful. I appreciate that trust, Human Torch. I will continue as soon as I scroll down. I, this happens to me all the time, and I really, I, I hope it doesn't seem rude. But, like I, will go, like, I will go back momentarily, unless I really lock in this McLovin thing, to reading your username, and then just remembering um, Chris Evans in the Fantastic Four, that, those Fantastic Four movies. Literally, like, I just, people who, people who, um, Rule of thumb: If you end up, if, if we run into each other in St. Joe or something, Twitch chat, Twitter, whatever, anything, um, please do be like, "Hi, my name is whatever, and I am this on Twitch or Twitter, or here's my avatar or something." Because if I have just seen the same avatar from people for years, this happened a, a handful of times. Meeting the real person whose avatar has just been. John Boyce's avatar is, is Hobbs from Calvin and Hobbs. I've not met John Boyce in person, but that's my favorite, like, just cartoon avatar, I think, of all time. I just sort of imagine Hobbs sitting at a computer typing those tweets, which makes his content even better. Um, there was a category as well. I'll be both experiencing some, uh, some nostalgia from all of the World Series of Poker Talk. That makes me very happy. Um, Locked on Thunder says, Josh, please talk about your time on ITP and RTK. This is funny. It's come up a couple of times. Those were the first two uh, podcasts that I ever did. Um, Roughing the Kicker, which, which the aforementioned Jordan Foote now, now hosts as a part of uh, Arrowhead Report. Tucker D. Franklin, Esquire, who will, uh, he's power ranking with us here in an hour, by the way. David Lesky in a few minutes, Tucker Franklin in an hour. Um, Tucker hosted RTK sort of after that, but a friend of mine and I started it in, in college as like a freshman year KMNU radio project for a radio station that had gone digital and then shortly thereafter completely was shuttered. But those, uh, those started there. A lot of things you touched them and you got shut down. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that, I would say that, that everything, 
I would say that, that pretty much everything at MNU that, that I touched ultimately ended up in a significantly worse place shortly thereafter. The newspaper, the radio station, Renee, the improv team. You would say most things you touch die eventually, so... Uh... Jason, it was uh, it was nice knowing you, man. I'm going to the zone with like your pancreas, jazz hands. That's uh, in fairness. Well, here's a philosophical question: Have I touched my pancreas? Who could say? I certainly haven't with my hands, but I am my did internal Midas, organs, I guess. Also, right? Did Midas have to touch people with his fingers for it to turn into gold, or could Fair he give enough. a little hip check? That's a great point. I'm not sure. The good news is I'm pretty confident David Lesky will have all the answers to this entire hour of questions. We'll talk to him next.